everything old is new again. America's entertainment pop culture talk show. It may well possess a rudimentary intelligence. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. Felt a great disturbance in the force. Hello, I'm Mr. Ray. Come on, Mark, like a job for me. Where's the goodies? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. I bet you wouldn't have done anything like this if Mom and Dad were here. You filthy criminal. Excuse me while I whip this out. Go ahead. Make my day. Here are your hosts, Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. This is Orson Welles, ladies and gentlemen, out of character to assure you that the War of the Worlds has no further significance than as the holiday offering it was intended to be. The Mercury Theater's own radio version of dressing up in a sheet and jumping out of a bush and saying boo. So goodbye, everybody, and remember, please, for the next day or so, the terrible lesson you learned tonight. That grinning... Glowing, globular invader of your living room is an inhabitant of the pumpkin patch, and if your doorbell rings and nobody's there, that was no Martian. It's Halloween. How about that? Very good. This is Douglas Viviani on Everything Old is New Again, welcoming and ushering in Halloween uh, with the rather horrifying David Cohen. Yes, Douglas. Great <laughs> to be here. <laughs> now, why would you be horrifying uh following up the War of the Worlds. Thing. like you Remember last year, we did a Halloween show. We spoke about War of the Worlds and, and where that came from, what right. it was all about. So we're picking up where we left off right. last year and with Halloween uh, show on the tales of the most famous broadcast of all time, War of the Worlds with Orson Welles. You want to give us a brief background? Does everybody know what that is? Uh, where are we? You know, just a, well, just a, it was a it was a radio play that came off in the day, which was I forget when, what year it was exactly, but most of the communication was done over the radio. There was no television, and when you put your your uh, radio on, you heard Orson Welles' theatrical production of a fictional tale of an invasion by aliens, and people started thinking it was real because it was presented as sort of like a newscast. Right. So if you're hearing it, you hear these reporters on the ground and what they're seeing and you hear people screaming and dying and and people in real life started freaking out across the country because of this radio play. And if you haven't heard the play, Halloween, of course, is the weekend to tune in. You can find it everywhere, YouTube, anywhere. True. Just give it a shot with your family, turn the lights down, and just listen to it, and it will put you back into 19... I think it was 34 or 39. It'll put you back into the 1930s, and you'll get a kick out of the idea that people thought this was real because it was done so well. Right. They interspersed in the beginning the original show, and and it was a musical show, and they put the news... Reports in between. And oh, right. Yeah, they were cutting in on a fictitious real show. Exactly. Yeah, with so, these news bulletins. Right. So you didn't really know what was going on. And back in the day, you didn't get up to change the station, the radio. When you were on a certain station, that was basically it. Right. If you wanted, you know, at the top of the hour, turn to the Green Hornet or something, you would turn stations. But other than that, you didn't shop around like we do now. It's a whole different world. Yeah. You weren't getting like alerts on your phone, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> weren't quite up to that type of technology yet. So based on that, we're now going to take everything old is new again to the reality realm. And we are going to- The reality realm. Yes. We All are right. going to trick or treat- or should I say we'll have people knocking on our door to trick or treat this evening, and uh, we're right have, here in the studio. Right people here in coming the studio. in. Yes, a sign is on. Uh, you know, welcome for people to come in and trick or treat with us. And uh, and we have those, treats, right? That's the thing. What are we going to serve? I don't know. Uh, we could try. Um, 
some of these. I'm going to play a little clip here of a bunch of different kind of commercials for this short for chewy candies. And I don't go for these myself. See if you like any of these or remember any of these. Listen to this. It's no dark secret. The whole family goes for Holloway's Milk Duds. Those bite-sized nuggets of delicious chewy caramel completely surrounded with a scrumptious chocolatey coating. Milk Duds are nutritious, too. They're rich with milk. Milk Duds are everyone's favorite. I am your Tootsie Inspector. I spot check Tootsie Rolls to see that each one has exactly 700 chews. Once upon a time there was an engineer. Choo Choo Charlie was his name we hear. He had an engine and he sure had fun. He used good and plenty candy to make his train run. Charlie says, love my good and plenty. Now, if you remember those, you're uh, an old-timer like us. Remember that Good and Plenty commercial? That's in the 60s. Oh, absolutely. But that's, you cannot get, that, that jingle. Charlie says. I couldn't cut it off because it was, yeah. it was just so all-encompassing. And you'd shake the box to, to imitate the, the train. It was brilliant. Exactly. It was brilliant. So, now, let's pick Milk Dud Sugar Babies I've not seen anywhere. Those were my favorite. Well, they you have to go cool. into like a uh, like a vintage candy store to see them, but they you're still, right. They're they're not, they them? still make them, yes. Sugar babies were cool, uh, chewy but chewy chocolate, but really caramel. sweet. They were very sweet. They were small, yes. and they were, uh, yeah, it was almost more sugar than anything else. Yes, and Tootsie Rolls were okay, but I, after a while, they just stick to your teeth. I wasn't a fan of those. But Milk Duds still they're my sort of favorite. Like a, still the, my favorite. Today. Really? Yes. Milk Duds sort of like a sugar baby, right? Or no? Well, it's bigger, so you're getting more every time. You know, right. Milk Dud is maybe two or three times the size of a sugar baby. Okay. And it's not as sweet. That's what I like about gotcha. it. Gotcha. And then Good and Plenty's got the licorice inside. Uh, oh, yeah. That was good, too. Good Remember Good and Fruity? They also came out yes. with Good and Fruity. But that was later on. That was the, the right. newest. That was my nickname in high school, wasn't it? Good and Fruity, yes. Uh, Or Fruity and Good, I can't remember. Um, So the question... It's just Fruity. (laughs) Not Good. Not Good, no. (laughs) Um, Which of those four? Let's pick one out. Which one are we we serving? I think I I already showed my hand, yes. All right, so let's try now some... Odd kind of candies. I'm going to call them their, the oddities. See if you like uh, Pick one of these. When it comes to Cracker Jack, some kids never grow up. Hey, what's happening? The Cracklins, what's happening? Pop Rocks and bags of the pipe. Pop Rocks. Introducing Pop Rocks Cracklin' Candy. They'll burst all over your mouth in cherry, grape, and orange. Pop Rocks. Ay, 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 ay. Hey, what's happening? The Cracklins, what's happening? Pop Rocks and Oh, we've done that already. Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's, all right. let's hear it again. Introducing Pop Rocks, Cracklin' Candy. I remember... Which which what yeah which, well, the first of all I remember all of them yes. Cracker Jack still popular today Pop yep. Rocks was big I remember that remember huge. the story about you always heard about some heard about some kid like swallowing a whole box of Pop Rocks and died his yeah. stomach exploded big farce big yeah, farce of but uh, uh, we're running out of time which one of those Cracker Jacks Pop Rocks or Fritos would you want to serve I'll go for the. Uh, 
I'll go for the Pop Rocks because I want to see someone's stomach explode. All right, so we got to make sure our homeowner's insurance is uh, paid for before we open the door. Could be a lot of cleanup. (laughs) All right, and finally, let's take a look at some chocolate. What are we going to give for the the chocolate lover in you? Guys and girls from Green Bay to Greenwich are going gaga about gobbling great-tasting goobers. I won't go without great-tasting goobers to gobble. Goobers are gorgeous golden peanuts in gobs and gobs of glorious Nestle milk chocolate. The perfect taste treat of coconut and chocolate. Yours to enjoy in every luscious double bar. Peter Paul Chocolate Coconut Mounds. Indescribably delicious. Hey, you got chocolate on my peanut butter. You got peanut butter on my chocolate. Really good. Two great tastes that taste great together. Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. All right, that's Donnie Most and uh, and Bobby Benson. We've Robbie got little, Benson, little wow. time to no time. What, what do you want to do with that? Um, wow, I think uh, you, you got to go with the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, man. They're uh, America's favorite. All right, we'll be back. Uh, the new again. There he is. Trick or treat. was his name we hear. He had an engine and he sure had fun. He's good and plenty candy to make his train run. go so we've got enough of that song but uh those i know that was like basically one long commercial we just did but (laughs) um i wanted to just set the tone because i don't think many of those you see too much anymore Goobers, I see every so once right. in a while at a, at a movie Ma- theater. Mounds, you do. Mounds, mounds you see. Reese's soft. pieces, Reese's peanut butter, you see. Yeah. Pop rocks, you don't. Cracker jacks are not that much around. Maybe at a bowl. Maybe game. the reason you you don't see goobers as much is because you can only get them from Green Bay to Greenwich, as the commercial <laughs> said. So if you're not in that band of totality, total. Goobers, you, you don't get it. So you, you're you're out of yeah. We're, you got to be in uh, gobsmack uh, Georgia to be able to get that. Um, all right. So then you've got um, a gobsmack Georgia. Gobsmack Georgia. Give it a shot. And, and I, I'm on to the sugar babies though. I've not seen them. I had one in like 30 years. I'll get some for you. Got to see. I, I could taste them right now. As I, but I, I that the chewiness though is enough at some point. Don't you think you just want to stop with? Me? I like the chewy though. You do I like, like it, the yeah. chewy. Yeah, the caramel. I like that. All right, we'll be but it's back. not for everyone. Yeah, correct. We'll be back, and everything old is new again. We're gonna have some trick or treaters and enjoy Halloween fun on everything old is new again. Once upon a time there was an engineer. Choo-choo Charlie was his name. We hear he had an engine and he sure had fun. He's good and plenty candy to make his train run. Charlie says. You're listening to Everything Old is New Again, America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Trick or treat. I got a popcorn ball. I got a fetch ball. I got a pack of gum. I got a rock. <laughs> Welcome back to Everything Old is New Again. You got to love that uh, Charlie Brown with the rock, huh? That's what we'll be right. giving out. No, we decided we're going to be giving out uh, uh, some some good uh, goodies for Halloween. What did we decide again? Do you remember? Well, we said uh, 
definitely Milk Duds is one of them. Right, and we're going to do Pop Rocks and some Reese's Pieces. Yeah. So uh, let's uh, let's start the party up. Uh, like the Monster Mash is a little bit of a, I don't know, we can, we can have some fun with, with that playing in the background, and maybe we'll get a doorbell to ring. Who knows? Remember this song? Of course. All right, so that's cool. So it defines Halloween, right? Uh, the light's on. You ever get this? You're waiting and waiting and waiting for someone to show up. Uh, right. right so let's and then the music go. cuts out. And... Oh, there we oh, go. Wait. We got Here's somebody. somebody. All on. right. So get that door. Pick that up. And uh, let's see who that is. Oh. It looks like... Uh, what is that guy? Like a mummy? There's the mummy. Someone dressed as a mummy. And there's... Come on in. Come on in. And there's a floating bag not being held. You just got the mummy? I mean, that's it? All right, so give him that's the candy. That's weird. But, but what's the other floating bag next to him? I have no idea. It's a little bizarre. You got a little trick going on there? That's the trick or treat, I guess. I've noticed the invisible man. Can't hear a word you're saying. I'm known as the invisible I man. I still can't hear you. I'm known as the invisible man. All right, so invisible man. Interesting. That's cool. Uh, how did you become? How'd you, it's a really good outfit. What'd you do? Is this on? No. Is this one on? No. It's this, is this microphone This right is the here? microphone, yes. I am the invisible man. This is my friend, the mummy. All right, well, it's nice to see you, invisible man. Come on, is there a reason why or how did you become invisible? I don't know how you did that. This is a great outfit. It, it's a phenomenal outfit primarily because you can't see me. Because I am the Invisible Man. If I put a costume on, you'd be able to see me. I, okay, but how did you become invisible? How did that happen? You little, you, if I told you that, I'd have to kill you. All right, so tell me. All right, I'm, I'm kidding when I say it. All right, so what we'll do is we'll... Just, I don't, let's answer, there's a knock on the door. Uh, there it is. I... Are there more guests yes, coming? Yes, put those. You go inside, have yourself something to eat and drink, and it actually be pretty bizarre because when you eat, we're going to see all the food go into your intestines and all of that. So that's going to be a little bit. I'm uh, fasting disturbing. actually, so yes. I won't partake. Can I bring my friend the mummy? And of course, yes, you can because, as far as I understand, you you're not wearing any clothes either, so that's a little bizarre. If I wore clothes again, same concept. Right, You'd so be able to see me. Please, watch where you're walking and don't stand too close to me, please. Of course. All right. Also, if I urinate. Y- yeah, this is Believe it or not, you won't see it. Oh, well, I'll see it coming. I'll, I'll no, see no, it. you won't. It's invisible as well. That's baloney. Okay, cheerio. Uh, <laughs> We're going to help ourselves now. All right, so who's Come next? Come mummy. <laughs> uh, open that door. Who is that? Who are these guys? Oh, wow. Hey, it's Frankenstein and uh, Dr- Dracula, I guess, I right? Was, I thought he was coming in third, but all right, let's... let's it looks like Frankenstein. It is Frankenstein. You're right. I they must have cut the line. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is that the mummy? Or is yeah. that the- <laughs> That's why we separated them. But I guess someone didn't read the script. So, all right. <laughs> Frankenstein's here again. And who, who's he with? He looks like he's with Dracula. Dracula, what's, all, what's happening? Am I close enough? You don't have, get close to the I, microphone. Which one? This one? Yes, here? yes, please. Okay, this is Dracula and my friend Frankenstein, he needs no introduction, like, but I will introduce him anyway. Uh, what does he like? Does he want the sugar babies, or does he want the Pop Rocks, that guy? He prefers human flesh, but I think he'll go for the Milk Duds. All right, so, no, a Milk Dud for Frank. Yes, he keeps his mouth occupied, as you could see. All right, that's a good idea. How about you, Dracula? Uh, do you have any blood? I have those little wax, uh, those wax teeth with a little uh, kind of uh, sugary substance in the si- in, inside them. You could eat that. No blood. Well, it simulates blood. That's the best okay. We can get. Right. 
All right, so there's somebody else at the door. Let this Dracula go. I'm really not interested in speaking with him. A little frightening. I think they just went out to yeah, get some food. Please. Uh, all right, who do we got here? Oh, this guy looks like he's. Uh, is that Al Capone? Oh, it looks like Al Capone. He's short, that? chubby guy with a. That's a good outfit. How hat? about that? Al Capone, wow. welcome to the party. I don't know if you're. The Al Capone before or after Alcatraz, or? Well, no, I am Al Capone. Which oh. mic should I? Use this? the microphone right okay. here. Okay, everyone yeah. seems to be confused with the microphones. Oh, that, that's Al Capone? I am Al Capone. Wow, I thought I. I'm the real Al Capone. I envisioned a little stronger. You must be the Al Capone after you went to Alcatraz. No, I murdered many people. I headed up an entire mob. Um, and uh, you spoke like this all the time. Well, just because history presents it a certain way doesn't reflect reality. All right, so I guess uh, yeah, I, I just figured you'd be like a rough and ready kind of a kind of. A I guy. am rough and ready. Oh, uh, just, what's your name, Doug? Yes, you're. Okay. I am rough yeah. and ready. I don't want to give you my name because I really don't want to be followed. Uh, no, I know who you are. Believe oh. me. <laughs> well, okay. Well, you can get the selection of whatever you want. In fact, you can have all of the uh, various candies, one of each. Great. Now, can I can I put the machine gun here? Will you watch it for me? Yes. Or do I need to I carry it? I just thought there was a violin in the case there. It's a machine gun, actually. Huh? See, that's an old wives' tale. Oh, they're always machine guns. <laughs> always. No one ever plays the violin, do they? Not Let's well. I do, but not on the job. Ah, okay. Well, all right. So, Al, thank you very much. Join the party. Frankenstein's here. And you know what? Dracula might get along with you pretty well. I, That's true. I see a lot of other monsters, uh, so I should fit right in. You are. Right? A, you are. Oh, you're considering yourself a monster. Okay. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Good to hear. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be as, as threatening <laughs> if I wasn't a monster. You don't seem threatening, but, you know, the bulge in your pants is threatening to me in many different ways. Oh, I just so, hope you guys have an editing a, machine. No, that's okay, a that's we'll a gun, you. right? That's the gun you got there. Okay. I'm not happy to see you. Bye. <laughs> All right, we got one more. Who is this? <laughs> Who is this now? <laughs> Who is this actually? Hi, my name is uh, Leonardo da Vinci. Oh, I should have gotten it from that, you know, from the from the getup, the costume. That's great. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I did the Statue of David. I don't know if you're familiar. You know, it's funny because you sound like Al Capone would sound. I, Al Capone would like the Statue of David. I know he'd like to steal the Statue. Of I David. just didn't get that voice coming out of Leonardo da Vinci, but it's great to have I you here. I painted the Mona Lisa. I mean, you know. You did. You did. It was a very uh, a very uh, famous painting. Why was she, is she smiling? What? What's behind? What's well, the, the secret behind You, you never see what she's sitting on. That's the problem. <laughs> I put a tack on a chair there and I told her, sit on that tack and try to, you know, you do that as a kid, you know, with a trick-or-treating. Okay, I thought there was some real deep meaning behind it, but no, apparently no, not. No, it was a trick-or-treat time of year, and I figured I'd give her a treat, and she was a little bit upset with me. So, Leonardo, what uh, we have a selection of, of modern-day, for you, well, modern-day like, candy. i got to be honest with you, it looks like a nice spread. It looks like the Last Supper here, to be honest with you. you get all uh, another famous painting you're referring to. Very Absolutely. good. You always, looks... always pitch your work. That's good. Good to do. I just want to make sure people understand who I am. This is the idea. I am Leonardo da Vinci. Right. Now, my Italian you, accent, that's your but problem. You, uh, one of the questions I have for you is it sounds like you're probably good at barbecuing things, or is that just a coincidence? <laughs> no, I, anyway. I grow pumpkins in my backyard is what I do. <laughs> so, all right, well, listen, help yourself. There's a whole spread out there, different candy and sodas. And it's not going to be my last supper, though, is it? Because I see Al Capone. I don't want to uh, get uh, too close to that guy. I didn't know you were such a jokester. All that's, right, well. Uh, <laughs> really great stuff. Trick or treat, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> trick or treat. There's got to be treats involved as well. We also have some finger painting out there. Maybe you want to make your a, a nice fun little Okay, I can do it. What's this music? It keeps playing on, like, what do they call that? A loop? What is... 
What's this music? Why? It stopped all of a sudden. Okay. The minute I mentioned it, it stops. Beautiful. Oh, here it is again. Oh, it's coming back. There okay. you go. All well, right. So listen, uh, I don't know how good you are at taking hints, but it would be great if loop, you went right? out it's there. It's called a loop. I'm trying to learn. I'm a very inquisitive guy. I think uh, are we had a guest, Doug, or is so, that um, is the is last one? Is this music one? coming from a, like a, a player, some kind of an electronic device? Doug, he's totally taken over your microphone. I would now. like to listen, Al. Do me a favor. Get this guy, get this guy a drink, please. I don't need any drink. Have Leo, some wine. Leo, come with me. You come got on. some wine? Yeah, we have plenty. Come with me. Don't please. call me Leo. You could call me Leonardo with an Italian accent because I don't have one. I don't know what happened to it. Okay, Leonardo, come with me. All right, let's go, Al. It's good to see you. Boy, we got some. Uh, That's some party we have going Ooh. there. Uh, Are we still it? on the air? <laughs> <laughs> Did they they pull the plug on us about ten minutes ago? Uh, yeah, I don't know. We've lost about four stations just uh, <laughs> doing a little trick or treat. This is what happens when you trick or treat. You never know what's going to happen. Listen, um, man, I'm not the one that said bulge in your pants. That's all. I'm <laughs> I just may have it to, out there now. I may have to edit that out. I'm not no, sure. No, uh, <laughs> it was funny. As far as I'm concerned, uh, the the best Halloween music, by the way, to go out on is uh, the movie Halloween. If you remember that, and when we get back, we're going to take a look at uh, some of the the best movie uh, Halloween movie characters that there are, and uh, and just like see which one we would we would want to be if we had could be a real Halloween character. What do we do with these characters out in the lobby here? I don't know. I'm not letting them back in. We'll be back right after this. Everything old. Do we get one more? Who is this? <laughs> who is this now? <laughs> Who is this, actually? Hi, my name is uh, Leonardo da Vinci. Oh, I should have gotten it from that, you know, from the from the getup, the costume. That's great. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I did the Statue of David. I don't know if you're familiar. You know, it's funny because you sound like Al Capone would sound. I, Al Capone would like the Statue of David. I know he'd like to steal the Statue I of David. I just didn't get that voice coming out of Leonardo da Vinci, but it's great to have I, you here. I painted the Mona Lisa. I mean, you know. You did. You did. It was a very uh, a very uh, famous painting. Why was she, is she smiling? What, what's behind? What's well, the, the secret behind it? You, you never see what she's sitting on. That's the problem. <laughs> I put a tack on a chair there, and I told her, sit on that tack and try to, you know, you do that as a kid, you know, with the trick-or-treating. Okay. I thought there was yeah. some real deep meaning behind it, but no, apparently no, not. No, it was a trick-or-treat time of year, and I figured I'd give her a treat, and she was a little bit upset with me. So, Leonardo, what uh, we have a selection of, of modern-day, for you, well, modern-day like, candy. i got to be honest with you. It looks like a nice spread. It looks like the Last Supper here, to be honest with you. you know, all uh, another famous painting you're referring to. Very Absolutely. good. You always, looks... always pitch your work. That's good. Good to do. I just want to make sure people understand who I am. This is the idea. I am Leonardo da Vinci. Right. This is Everything Old is New Again, America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Count Dracula sleeps in this coffin but rises every night at sunset. Dracula can change himself at will into a vampire bat. Flying about the countryside. Back. Back. Yes, master. Uh, welcome back to Everything Old is New Again with David Cohen and myself, Douglas Viviani. We're revisiting Halloween and uh, in a way only Everything Old can, uh, is New Again can do. And we're taking a look at, um, maybe look, let's look at some of the monsters, the universal monsters, which were uh, synonymous with Universal Halloween. Studios monsters. Yes, yeah, for, okay. for so long, for so long. And, uh, and let's remember 
that let's you know Dracula, Frankenstein, Invisible Man, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde—they're all works of literature. If you really think about it. that, was Abbott Costello using them as a joke in in uh, in the four, late forties uh, in Frankenstein um, or, or Abbott Costello meet Frankenstein, but in the real vernacular and the, the terms of where these things came from, uh, the literature, the best writers of the day were writing these characters. Bram Stoker, right? Stoker. Stoker, sorry. Frankenstein, Mary Shelley, Invisible Man, H.G. Wells, mm. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, Robert Louis Stevenson, who did uh, Treasure Island, right? So these were right. huge, huge literary, literary figures. figures of the day. And I don't think everybody Authors. realizes that. Uh, <laughs> literary figures. <laughs> literary. They wrote about literary figures. There you go. It, it just doesn't um, make sense when you think about those universal studio monsters that are now coming back. And we've seen the generation and two or three generations of these, and they've been watered down, and they're not so much fun anymore, and, and uh, we're making fun of them and all that. I want to look, take a look at some of the quotes, like from Dracula. Listen to this. From, uh, the, from the book, from, from the, the works. Books. Right. Yeah, the, it's, it's amazing. Do you believe in destiny that even the powers of time can be altered for a single purpose? That the luckiest man who walks on this earth is the one who finds true love? I mean, it's... An age-old question, you know, can you put it this way, without love is, is, is life worth living? And that's coming from Dracula himself. Right. It's not one of those bam, boof, biff comic book things. Right, like the, like the Avengers, right, uh, that we see today that are knocking on our door all the time. I think you have a couple of quotes, too, right, from, what do you, what do you have? This is from, uh, yeah, this is from Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Um, invention, it must be humbly admitted, does not consist of creating out of void, but out of chaos. I think that's a pretty, wow, pretty famous. Very quote. interesting. Let's hear. Let's hear a little bit of what they did in the movies with these two, just to, to catch us up a little bit here. Listen to them, children of the night. What music they make! It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! Won't you stay and play with me a little while? I'm too busy, darling. You stay and play with the kitty, huh? Bye, Daddy. Goodbye. Be a good girl now. Who are you? I'm Maria. Will you play with me? Would you like one of my flowers? You have those, and I'll have these. I can make a boat. See how mine floats? Uh, uh. No, you're hurting me! No! Uh, just a horrifying scene there of the little girl making friends with Frankenstein and being drowned for her efforts. And he didn't, you know, the, uh, I don't know what the word is, the irony of it where he didn't really understand what he was doing. He thought that he would uh, make her float like the flowers did, the beautiful flowers. Is that what it, oh. Yes. And wow, I never got that. He had no intention of killing her. He wanted oh. her to float just like these beautiful flowers. And that's where the... The odd oddity of Frankenstein is he was actually a, a poet, so to speak, an in intelligent person inside this Frankenstein monster in the uh, 
in in the actual work of the uh, as well itself. as a child killer, <laughs> there you very go. Uh, uh, complicated, or very person. negligent babysitter at the very least. <laughs> uh, how about some some another quote from Dracula just to give you the literary feel? I last saw of Count Dracula when he was kissing my hand with a red light of triumph in his eyes and with a smile that Judas in hell might be proud of. <laughs> I mean, think about it's, that. It's great how it. It just creates this image in your mind, right? Just by reading those words, yeah. you could see it, and right? That's, and it's that's, frightening. It's th- and that's the real fear. Read these books for Halloween. Get, take a look at what we got going on here. There's some uh, great quotes, great literature, great thoughts, great ideas, not just monsters. I mean, just th- th- this isn't scary or anything, but just to give you an example of how descriptive and succinct writing can be, so this is from The Invisible Man. It's just a few words. It's a, it was a quote. The stranger swore briefly but vividly. Right. How I mean, about you, that? You know? Yeah. Right. You don't, have to, you don't have to quote the stranger, right? You don't have to hear what he said. Right. But you Leave got it. Your imagination. Right? Exactly. Let's see how the movies handled uh, The Invisible Man and uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I wanted to do something tremendous, to achieve what men of science have dreamt of since the world began to gain wealth and fame and honor, to write my name above the greatest scientists of all time. I shall offer my secret to the world with all its terrible power. The nations of the world will bid for it, thousands, millions. The nation that wins my secret can sweep the world with invisible armies. I beg of you, Jekyll, tell them who you are. Tell them what you've done. I've done nothing. I'm Dr. Jekyll. I'm Dr. Henry Jekyll. You're looking for a man named Hyde. I'm Dr. Henry Jekyll. I'm Dr. Jekyll. I tell you, I tell you, I'm Dr. Jekyll. I'm Dr. Henry Jekyll. Same lines over and over again, but that's Spencer Tracy actually transforming, I don't know if you hear it on the radio, but actually transforming into Mr. Hyde and not wanting to. And right, so the, right. Think about the dichotomy of that the character where, you know, he created this super being, he thought, and it becomes his nemesis. And uh, certainly Great that stuff. was Spencer Tracy and Claude Rains again as the Invisible Man. These these men were at the top of their acting game and lent themselves to these movies. So again, the literature is what carried the day to convince these people to do these movies, and they really t- tune them in. You're you're not going to be disappointed. Yes or no? Yeah, I totally agree. But I think your point about reading the books is uh, is just as important. Absolutely, as opposed to like the heroes of today that we're seeing a lot, a lot of uh, uh, trick-or-treaters wearing, uh, and not to put them down, but just compare the hero- heroes and the monsters, if you will, of Halloween yesteryear and those of today. Big man in a suit of armor. Take that off. What are you? Genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. <laughs> Director Fury, the council has made a decision. I recognize the council has made a decision. But given that it's a stupid-ass decision, I've elected to ignore it. I have an army. We have a Hulk. You have no idea what you're dealing with. Uh, Shakespeare in the Park? Doth mother know you wear as her drapes? So there you go. There's the highbrow literature of today as presented by the Avengers. They're going for the humorous spin. You know, it's (laughs) kind of witty, but right, it's it's not literature. Exactly, and, and I'm not putting it down. Believe me, I love the Avengers, and it's, it's great to see the kids dressed up as, as the Avengers and all of that. All I'm trying to say is that when Halloween comes around, you know, it, there's more to it than just watching the old black and white movies, which, by the way, still translate pretty well. They're not terrible. Uh, you can sit through them if it's a dark night and it's raining and whatever it might be, and you want to you know watch something for uh, for Halloween. But 
again, go go to the literature. I think you will not be disappointed uh, to read these uh, these works of art. Uh, just like we'll not be disappointed when you listen to this song uh, for one of our favorite uh, TV shows. We're back, and everything old is new again. Continue our Halloween celebration. Some of the best movies of all time. Halloween movies. All right, before we get to the, uh, the, the, the Halloween movies in the next section, um, have you read any of these uh, books? Uh, you know, any of the ones we just mentioned? or any I others? am sad to say no. Yeah, I, no. I, I read uh, Frankenstein, and I, it was uh, dark and brooding, uh, a little laborious at times, but it was, uh, what would you say, generational or generation-changing, thought-provoking. It was something brand new back in the day that everything since then, horror-wise, has been built upon. Uh, not everything, but many, many stories have been built upon what went on in Frankenstein. And it's and it was required reading. Uh, my son had to read it. Is that right? Yeah, in his school. He had what to do read, you think of it? Do you remember? It. He liked it. Yeah. I think he, he said basically what you were saying. Sometimes it's a bit, it's a bit drawn out, uh, but... Yeah, he thought it was. He thought it was great. I mean, he glad he read it. I'd like to He's, read. Uh, he was Inve- glad he read it. There you go. I'd love to read the Avengers. I'm always saying the Avengers. <laughs> I have read all the Avengers. I'd love Mary to read- Shelley's the Avengers. <laughs> now that would be a good, uh, good combination. <laughs> go back in time and get her to to write that. Um, I would like to see what H.G. Wells actually did with Invisible Man. Uh, I know it was presented on the screen pretty well, his problems and, and the the insanity that overcame him from that serum. But I would like to – I really think I'm going to go back and read uh, read that because H.G. Wells is a tremendous Great author, author. Yeah. and uh, really put it together in, in a nice way, all of his work. So I missed that on that one. That one I'm going to give it a shot. So that'll be Sometimes, my, you know, the, if you book. listen to the book on tape, if yes. you don't have time to read and it's read well – it's great. Absolutely. We, I, I read a- Animal Farm when I was uh, a wee lad, uh, but recently we were, we took a long car ride and we got Animal Farm on, on tape, and it was phenomenal. It's just mesmerizing. Yeah, the way, if they had the right person reading, it's yeah. over the top, uh, tremendous. It's like basically a play, I mean, you know, yep. uh, and it's, it's a radio play, and it's, it's done with one person, which is pretty cool, too. They, the one person does all the voices, if you want to say that. Right. Um, right. They do a little accent or whatever it might be for The way person. you would do the show without me. You don't really need me. If it's just one person, you could probably handle it. And I will go out on that thought. And the old is new again. Right back. This is Everything Old is New Again, America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. There we are. Phyllis Diller was one of the monsters back in the day. <laughs> this is Everything Old is New Again with uh, David Cohen, Douglas Viviani, uh, celebrating Halloween. And that's a, uh, a old, old uh, Rankin-Bass uh, production of Mad Monster Party, 1967. Uh, that Was, was that done. a cartoon? It was like the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the same character, same like people stop created motion? that. Yes. Okay. And it's, it's worth a watch. Uh, you'll get a kick out mm. of it if you have kids. And all the, all the monsters are there. And in today's world, that's been translated... 
and boy, I wish I had this idea. I always thought of doing this. The Hotel Transylvania is basically Mad Monster Party all over again with all the characters, all the you know, all in one's place, and they're all having their own little party. And now, when I understand this year, there's going to be a Hotel Transylvania three. There was a two, you know. I didn't even know there was a two. There was a two, so now there's going to be a hotel. I barely Friday. heard of the original. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's uh, that's where we're at on our Halloween show. We've, we've got a bunch of guests here. I'm going to play. Uh, uh, who plays the organ? Is it uh, which which character plays the organ? I'm not sure. Uh, might be might be the old man. Might be. I think so. Yeah. yeah, I think so you're right. Sit him down at the organ here, and let's um, I don't know, let's see what we can do with respect to. Party, not much Mad Monster Party, but other movies that set the tone for you in Halloween or on Halloween. What do you like with respect to movies? Are there any movies you want to, need to watch this set the tone for Halloween for you? Yeah, I mean, for Halloween, I always go back to childhood. So it's those older movies that get me into the into the spirit. It's not. No pun intended. Like, there are movies, horror movies that have come out recently that right. scare the bejesus out of me, and I don't want to watch them because right. that just, they're too scary. So what, what would you suggest, <laughs> though, if some, you would suggest- Like a, for fun? Yeah, fun Halloween movie. I think like a, like a Young Frankenstein would be a good one because it's a comedy. Right. It, I think uh, some of the older ones like Abbott and Costello- Meet Frankenstein. So something a little, for me, a little more lighthearted. Right side. Well, we've yeah. got a bunch of guests here. Can we ask some of those guests? Oh, what, we do. They're still out in the lobby. Yeah, open that door there. Right, what? Open. What? Uh, find out what? I don't. Know, how about? Um, hey, who do hey, you want to ask? I want to ask Frankenstein. Well, I'll have to ask uh, Dracula. Right, Dracula. Right. What's? Ask Frankenstein what his favorite Halloween movie is. <laughs> Hi, the Bride of Frankenstein. Yes, yes, I got that too. Dracula. Is that what he said? Dracula. I believe so. Yes. Dracula, what are you, what are you, what are you drinking? What is that? I, it's a, uh, a blood martini. Okay. I, I'm a little scared. I don't know where you got the blood from at this point. Where's, I bring my own. Where's Leo and, and Angelica? It's in his flesh. You gotta get Leo and Angelica. Oh, oh, oh. I get you. All right. Um, in the you know in the play or in the book, uh, Dracula would get a lot of his blood from rats. Really? Yes. So I did not I, know that. Is there anyone else we want to ask, yeah. or we just um, want to shut the door? You know, who, who how else? about Ed, Ed Leonardo da Vinci? What's his favorite? Leonardo, favorite favorite Halloween movie. What do you think? I don't know, um, tell you the truth, I, I'm a big fan of the Charlie Brown and the Great Pumpkin. I got to tell huh. you, yeah, Leonardo da Vinci loves loves the the Charlie Brown and the Great Pumpkin. And why is that? It's just so irreverent. I love when he gets that rock. <laughs> <laughs> Leonardo da Vinci it's loves that, reverence. Right. It's either that or the exorcist. One or the other. Depends on my mood, you know? <laughs> How about you? Uh, well, Doug already asked me. Why don't we get Al Capone in here? Ask him what he... Yeah, Al. Al, come on in. Let's... Uh, Al Capone, do me a favor. It, it might be contemporary to you or not, but I would like to know what Halloween movie you enjoy and sets the tone for Halloween for you, Al Capone. Psycho! <laughs> I right, pretty much reason, predicted that yeah, one. Yeah, that, that kind of works pretty good for me. I understand that one. Who else is back out there? We got... Uh, uh, let's see. Visible Man is still back there. Oh, right. Let's come on in here. Well, while we can't tell if he's in, but... Oh, wait. I feel some presence moving me over. All right. Okay, good. So, uh, Visible Man, what, what, what do you go for for uh, a movie for Halloween? I'm uh, partial to slasher-type films, so I would say uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Perhaps oh. my favorite, yes. yes. Oh, okay. Yes. I thought you would have gone for something more like Night of the Living Dead or something like that. 
Uh, no, uh, the blood, the uh, the violence uh, is what I prefer. Okay. Actually. All right. Yes. Well, you know what? We didn't ask Dracula. Thank you, uh, Invisible Man. Oh, you're quite welcome. Uh, it's sort of hard to talk to him because he's not here, so you don't. Yeah, it's like this disembodied voice. Disembodied voice voice that that introduces our show all the time. Um, (laughs) You don't know where it's coming from, but you you realize there's a person behind the voice, right? Uh, How about um, Dracula? He's got to have some input on. Maybe he's a fan of uh, Night of Living Dead. Here here it comes. Dracula, what do you like? Give me an idea of uh, a Halloween movie that you think would be fun to watch. I prefer The Exorcist. (laughs) Oh, you do? Yes. I wonder why. Why is that? It's a little dark. It's very dark, like like I am, very dark. All right, so you like the but blood the, guts. Uh, the only thing I like is, uh, or the, the, my favorite part is when the head spins. <laughs> Remember that, the head spins? Yeah, it's... Uh, it gives me all different angles to go in and suck the blood out of the neck. Gotcha, all right. So it's, it's a tantalizing view that you have. With yes. The, with round and round. I watch right. it on the loop repeatedly. Who's on the... Oh, somebody's knocking on the tape. Pick up to get the door. Right. Got another trick-or-treater here. Wow. Who's that? Oh, wow. Here's a new guest. Well, help me, help me. It's Pumpkinhead. Please, let me... Let me, let me come in, let me Pumpkinhead, in. come on in. Quick, close whoa, the door, whoa, whoa. Okay, come on in. What's wrong? Holy smokes, I hate this holiday. I cannot stand this holiday. I'm uh, well, Jack why, Pumpkinhead why? From, from the Wizard of Oz. Jack Pumpkinhead, yes. W- w- why are you stressed out like I, this? It's unbelievable. Everybody, that, I'm the present jack-o'-lantern. That's on everybody's front porch. Oh, so so there are kids chasing you. They're chasing me because I'm a, I'm a live pumpkin. I'm a miracle. You know I'm a miracle, oh my right? God. I'm a miracle. Of course you're a miracle, So yes. I'm a live pumpkin, and the pumpkin head walking around, and I, they want to pluck my pumpkin head. And it's not easy to say. They want to pluck my pumpkin head and put it next to their undepressed jack-o'-lantern on their front porch. <laughs> That's uh, it's horrifying. Actually. It's a lot to say, you know, especially when it's not written down. It's a lot. To it's say. a lot to say, especially with someone uh, with a speech impediment as yourself. But I, yeah, I, and the prospect of seeing your head on someone's front front porch could be quite horrifying. In fact, if you go around Oz, there's a few of my old heads on the uh, porch from a couple of days ago. Because you know, they only last three or four days. And I got replaced them. You so you that. you you're able to regenerate your head. Well, I. I, holy smokes, we went through this show after show after show. Yeah, I wasn't listening. I, I have to grow the pumpkins in my farm. I'm a grubber. You call them farmers, I'm a grubber. Are you from Boston, pumpkin? On your farm? <laughs> and, and my farm. Oh, you grow them? And I then... grow them, and then, and then I put them on my head, of course. And I, I watch the seeds. When the seeds come out, that's my problem. That's when the brains come out. You know that. We've gone through all this. Already. Okay, sorry. But sorry. I as must far have... as I'm concerned... It's Halloween. I love Halloween, but I hate Halloween. All they want to do is take my head. Sure. Can sure. I do me? Can you do me a favor? Yeah. Halloween is a time for all people to enjoy, have fun together, but also it, there's a lot of opportunities in Hollywood. Someone's got to have a movie that needs a talking. You're still head. looking for work. There's, You're and, still and, looking for to be a, a Hollywood star, even on this horrifying night for you. Still, you you can't get lo- you I'm, can't get rid of this dream. I have a dream. I can't get rid of it. I that Bernie Wilson back over at the uh, your agent, the agent of Oz. I mean, I don't, he hasn't uh, the agent of Oz. Yeah, he hasn't done much for me. This guy, this agent of Oz, hmm. and I really would like. Uh, I, it's Halloween. There's got to be something, something involving a talking pumpkin head that could be a nice, uh, a nice. I'm shocked. I'm shocked they can't find something for you. I, I wish I could help you. I, I don't have those kinds. I of mean, they got a young Frankenstein. Can't they do a young pumpkin head? How about that? A young pumpkin head. Wouldn't that be a nice little movie? Sure. Well, how about call the Mel Brooks? Well, you got some Paul Cohen. What are they doing? Me? Yeah. Call the Mel Brooks or Carl Reiner. What are they doing? They're in the nineties. 
Can't they come up with something? The only famous person I know is Doug Viviani, and I, I don't think he can help. Where is he? Just snuck off to the bathroom. I don't know where yeah, he's, he's going. out mingling with Dra- Dracula and Al Capone. Oh, by and the those way, people. you got some. Yeah, you got some rogues gallery out there. What is this? Impressive, huh? I'm not very much impressed by him. Very much. Uh, Frightened. To be well, here's what I would do if I were you. You saw the cast of characters out there, I did. right? Yes. Now they've all appeared in some famous movies, so perhaps if you go mingle with them, they can give you some tips on how they got started. It's a very good idea. I brought my business cards with me too. Business. I got my business cards. Business cards. You have headshots. Yeah, I got with headshots you? with my business cards, right. and I got my my cell phone with the clips too. I don't forget that. Oh right! Yeah, I'm, I'm good That's with right. Stuff. And you're safe in here. The kids don't know you're in here, so no one's chasing you. I this like is it. Perfect. All right, I'm going to go make the circulation. Meantime, my uh, point of view is that Young Frankenstein with Renfield uh, is an interesting uh, combination. That's what I would like to do. I'd like to see Young Frankenstein uh, tonight. Is that okay? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna show it later for our guests. So okay. you're welcome to hang out. All right, very good. Have a nice Great. day. Happy Halloween, everybody. Sky means business. <laughs> How about that? Pumpkinhead shows up wherever we go. He shows up, this kid. Yeah, it's it's like a bad penny. He just keeps coming back. <laughs> I think it's funny. No matter what, he's being chased by the kids in the neighborhood for his head. They want to disembowel his head from his body. I don't believe that. You think kids really want to chop it? I mean, I think they're just impressed by who he is. Well, they just th- want to meet him, right? Th- maybe. I mean, do you think it was an excuse for him to uh, come on by and ask again to pitch for some work? Probably. You think it yeah. was just a goof? I, I think it was all a, a goof, especially since he can regenerate his head. What does he care? Yeah. Well, he you grows know? it. He grows the head. He picks it and puts it on himself. Yeah, he seemed to be very upset that I hadn't remembered that. <laughs> Why you keep saying regenerate He's such the head. a memorable person. <laughs> I don't, do and he's so easy to understand. Do you think people like Pumpkinhead or they don't like him? We got to get some feedback on I this I don't guy. like him. <laughs> I don't know if that's apparent. He's a, he's a, bit, he's a bit of a scooch, right? Good old pumpkin description. All right, so uh, we'll be back and everything old is new again next week. uh, I think we'll probably do some uh, best of shows or something down. Oh yeah, sure, some good stuff. We've had so many best of moments. (laughs) So we're going to play both of them next week. Exactly, Pumpkinhead and uh, (laughs) and you know we should put together Pumpkinhead and and Fondue Man. That would be a oh wow, I'd like to hear that. Some combo. All right, we'll be back and everything old is new again uh, next week. For everything old is new again, I'm saying everything old is new again. And happy Halloween. Enjoy. All right, all right. Look at this. Talk about the omnipresent jack-o'-lantern. That was a scary movie. That's my movie, by the way, to pick. Me too. That would be it. It was truly frightening. Frightening. Enjoy! Enjoy!